0: Hola gente, welcome to Hefa Talk. This is your host Jasmine Luchis. So this will be the second part to my letter to my brother. So I'm just gonna jump right into the episode. When we got here to Texas, I was devastated like we got here during the summer and just the move itself from from Los Angeles to San Antonio was hard it was hard because I was dealing with the first death in my life I was seeing my grandma go through depression because she just lost the love of her life and just moving to a different state leaving my friends behind leaving my siblings behind not knowing what was gonna happen with that it just was like, it was too much for me, and I hated everything, I hated everything, I hated everyone, I just ended up being very rebellious, and very like, fuck everybody, like, I hate everybody, like, nothing ever goes the way I want it to, like, I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want, I don't care what anybody tells me, like, and... I was just like on a different like on a different planet at that time because my memories of that time are so like dark and just just ugly and I would go and think about my brother and think about my sister and just think like i'm never gonna see them again like and by the time i'm old enough to see them they'll probably forget about me they're not even gonna remember me they're gonna not even i don't know like it's crazy but i i honestly thought like you know my my siblings are never gonna see me i'm never gonna see them i'm gonna go my whole life not knowing what happened to them and You know it was a sad thing to swallow at that age and so I just you know just went on with life after that because there was no way that I can go back because I was an adult yet and every time I tried to convince my grandma like can we go back she was like no like this is our life now this is this is where we need to be and it's better for you and i was just like like okay fine like i guess i'll just have to get used to it and so eventually i i started to allow myself to have a normal childhood again and just live in the moment and just enjoy myself and not have to worry about anything just what's in front of me and myself and that's it and you know as I started to do that you know I'm I'm turning into a teenager and I'm like trying to figure myself out and you know all of that I have to deal with now I have to process and as I'm doing that you know I always wondered like, okay, well, I want to have a relationship with my biological mother. I want to have a relationship with my dad. Like I want to be able to, you know, have that relationship and maybe just maybe that will help me and maybe it'll help me find my siblings. It'll help me figure out what happened to them, if they're okay, like just my main goal once i was about 16 was like okay like i'm i'm a little older now i definitely can have that relationship with my biological parents and they'll be able to give me the answers that i need and you know just be able to connect the dots for me At this time now, I'm a teenager and I get introduced to social media and I start using MySpace. <laughs> That's how old I am, by the way. Um, so MySpace comes out and I'm just like, okay, if I look for my mom, my biological mom, I can find my dad and if i find my dad then i'll figure out what happened and you know i can get to see everybody and you know i at this time i'm realizing like okay i'm a teenager and the choices that i'm making and i you know and the feelings that i have i need i need to have that relationship i need to have that closure because if not i'm just gonna continue to spiral and i'm just gonna be this very like angry person and I don't want to be like that and so I start investigating and I find her and you know I try to have a relationship with her and I end up it's so crazy when I think about it now because just the crazy things that I've done in my life is just like Like, what the fuck? If my kids ever did shit like this, like, no. But I saved up as much money as I could from babysitting and things like that. And I fucking bought myself a ticket to LA. At 15 years old, I had saved up enough money to buy myself a ticket to LA and... I was so scared, but at the same time, <laughs> I was just so fucking rebellious. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this because I need this. And I didn't know how I was going to tell my grandma. And I didn't know how my aunt and uncle were going to take it because we were living under their household. And they were basically in charge of Me So I knew that they were going to be disappointed. I knew they were going to be fucking pissed off. And I was just like, how do I tell her without hurting her feelings? Because at the same time, like, I love my grandma so much. And I owe her everything for taking me in and raising me as her own. And, you know, just having that healthy, safe environment because of her. And I never wanted me buying that ticket to be like a slap in the face to her to be like, I gave you all of this and you want to look for your biological mother that has not been there for you, that's done this and that to you. And so I was so scared of letting her know, like, I bought a ticket and I'm going to spend time with her. So I was like, how do I do this how do I do this how do I do this what if I what if I just run away and like I just end up going but you know obviously I don't know how to drive and I didn't know how I was gonna get to the airport so literally the night before I had to fly out I tell my grandma and all hell breaks loose and she's like how can you do this, like, you can't go by yourself, like, what if something happens to you, you know, blah, 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 and I was just like, mom, I have to do this, like, I have to do this, like, it's not because I don't love you, it's not because, like, I don't have respect for you, of course I do, it's just that I need to do this for me, like, I need to go and see if me spending time with her is something that I want, like, because I'm now old enough to make that decision whether or not I want to have a relationship with her, and I just want you to understand me, and I want you to respect how I'm feeling, and after, like, going back and forth, and my uncle getting involved, my uncle's the one that's like, let her go, like, Lucia, usted déjala ir. Let her go. Let her go so she can see for herself that her biological mother isn't fit. And she's going to make that decision on her own. Because obviously the things that she remembers and the things that we tell her isn't enough. What the fuck do I do? I pack my shit and I go. And in those two weeks, I had so many mixed emotions. Because part of me seeing her... For the first time in so many years it's a relationship that I have longed to have and I having her in front of me was a very difficult experience because half of me wanted to tell her off and like yell scream and like fight with her and then this other part of me just wanted to be loved by her to just finally have that mother-daughter relationship that I feel like I've always chased all my life and in those two weeks that I spent with her I also asked her like I need help finding my dad you know can you reconnect me with his family and things like that and she did she helped me reconnect with my father's um, sisters and my cousins and things like that and so I was able to reconnect with them there and when I did, it was a good thing. Um, but then it also was sad because they didn't give me the answers that I needed. They um, didn't really tell me like, oh, well, your siblings are here or anything like that. They themselves are kind of scattered everywhere. So it's like, A part of me was able to rekindle that relationship with them. But it just wasn't what I was expecting. So I feel like I still went back to San Antonio with a heavy heart. Because I just didn't find what I was looking for. And I felt like, fuck, okay. Well, at least I have this connection now. So eventually, I know I'll be able to find them. So... Fast forward a couple years, and me and my dad have a very up-and-down relationship. Um, Because, again, I feel like all my life I've been torn between, like, I love them so much because they are my parents, and they did give me life. And then part of me is like, but at the same time, like, fuck both of you. Like, fuck both of you because... It's like all that hurt that I experienced, all all of those bad experiences is because you guys brought me into this world and, like, you didn't fucking take care of me. Like, you were not fit, you weren't present, and if, you know, I feel like in some different time or in a different life, if they would have been just conscious of like okay we're bringing life into this world we need to do better we need to break you know traditional curses and things like that i feel like we would have had such a beautiful relationship and it's like i'm always torn between like what what kind of relationship can i have with them you know and so with my dad, it's really hard because he was more present in my life than my biological mother was. And, you know, he is the type to be really like straightforward. Like, he doesn't like to sugarcoat anything. And sometimes I feel like he doesn't realize that that shit kind of hurts my feelings because the way he sees life is like, okay. I understand I fucked up, but at the same time it's I can't do anything about it. We can only move forward and that sometimes is not the answer that I want <laughs> that I want obviously. I I want to feel better about how the cards were dealt, but it's like you can't. You can't go back. You you can't fix that and you just have to move forward. And so moving forward with that relationship I would bug him so much about reconnecting with my siblings but he would always kind of give me the run around and be like well I don't even have that relationship with them and you know I just don't want you to go looking and then it's gonna end up you know you're, you're gonna be disappointed and I would just be like okay fine fast forward a couple years And now I'm in my mid-twenties and my relationship with my dad over the years has been a very rocky one because I just hold that anger inside of like, you guys could have done things so much more different. And the way all our lives would have played out, would have been so much better if you guys would have just gotten your shit together. And, you know, now that I'm an adult, I understand, you know, we all have different paths. We all end up making our mistakes and everything. But it just, it's hard. It's hard when you've been a child and you've been through abuse, you've been through, you know, a lot of traumatic things and you can't help but blame your parents for not doing what parents are supposed to do and that's protect and make sure that you are safe at all times and so our relationship has definitely been a very rocky one and you know as I'm starting to get older I tell him like you know I really want to reconnect with my siblings like You know, I know that the last time we talked, I was in my early, I was in my early 20s and we actually got into a big argument and I stopped talking to him for so many years. And I'm like, but I'm now in a place where I'm ready. Like I'm ready to open that book and just make amends with how everything ended up happening and I need that closure like I want to have that relationship with my brother and sister and I want to be able to you know watch their kids grow up and have them be around me and you know I'm in a place now where I'm financially stable and I have a, a good life that you know if I was to open that book and they're not I can be there. Like I can be there and I can help them because that's another thing that I feel like held me back a lot too, is that in my early twenties, I was still trying to figure out life. And, you know, I had Elias, which is my oldest son, and I just wasn't in a place where even if I was to look for them, if they were in situations that weren't good I wouldn't be able to get them out of it and it it was a very hard decision for me to kind of be like okay I need to be in a good space for me to be able to look for them and be a hundred percent sure that moving forward I will be there for them to where they can depend on me no matter what happens and so um with that he was like okay I totally understand you know whatever and I ended up having a relationship with my sister, Kimberly, and she actually is the one sibling that I didn't spend time with growing up. So through social media, I've been able to, you know, really connect with her and, you know, just watch her kids grow through pictures and stuff. And, you know, every every time that I end up being in California... It just, for whatever reason, it never aligns where I'm able to meet her or be in the same city as her. So it has been frustrating because now that I'm older, it's, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard because we, we all have our lives. We all have our kids and things like that. And so unfortunately, one of my very close cousins from my dad's side I ended up passing away, I believe, the beginning of 2020, and I was devastated because she's the one that I was very close to, who I remember very well being the one to keep us together and keep us united because we all were from different families, obviously, and we all grew up in different Neighborhoods and cities, and so she tried her best to keep us connected as best as possible, and you know passing away was hard. So when my cousin Patricia passed away, it was really hard because she was the one person that would help me relate messages back and forth to my dad's side of the family and I took it hard. I took it really hard because it was also during the pandemic. So I had to make that hard decision of like, okay, unfortunately, yes, this now has happened. And I wish that I can fly out to LA and, you know, be there with everybody. But I also have to think about there's a pandemic going on and I just cannot risk either myself getting sick or my kids getting sick. So I decided that I wasn't going to go. And then I want to say like a month or two later, um, my dad starts to reach out again and he's like, Hey, how how have you been? You know? Um, I'm so sorry that I haven't been, you know, present. And I tell him like, it's okay. Like I know life happens and I'm also busy. Like uh, I'm no longer that little girl that's sitting around waiting for her mom and dad to call her. Like I'm, I'm, I'm also trying to live my life and I have my kids and I totally understand that, you know, we're now grown and it's not going to be as easy to keep, you know, communication going and be connected. And so we're having a normal conversation and we're catching up. And then all of a sudden he tells me like, so your little brother has, has messaged and they say that he's looking for you, and I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, what? No, and he's like, yes, he's like, but out of respect for you, I just didn't know if you wanted to have that relationship, like, I I don't know where your head is at with that, and so I didn't want to give out your number just yet, and we actually got into an argument about it because I'm like, what do you mean? Like, of course, like that shouldn't ha- have even been a, a issue. Like you should have just gave it to them. Like, you know, I, I've been telling you for a long time that I want to have that relationship with all of them, a good, healthy win. And it's like, why not just give it to them? You know? And so he was like, okay, I totally understand. He's like, but you know, at the same time, maybe it's best if, you know, you, you reach out and you're the oldest one and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I actually had a conversation with um my family and I was like, should I? Like, I know this is something that I waited for, for a long time, but it's like, now that it's here and now that I have his number it's like should i do it like will i will i finally be at peace will i finally feel whole again or am i going to feel another heartbreak because we're just not going to be able to connect and have a relationship with each other and they were like just do it you know like you this is something that you've wanted for a long time like what are you waiting for and so that night I went back and forth like should I text should I call I don't want to bombard him I don't want him to like be like what the hell like why are you texting me and I was like fuck it I'm gonna do it like I'm just gonna text him and so I literally sat in my room and I kid you not, I probably sat in my bed for a good 20 minutes writing out a message and then deleting it. And then just writing out a message and just trying to say everything all at once and then deleting it. And I was just like, you know what? Just keep it short and simple. Like, hey, this is your sister, I heard that you were looking for me, this is my number, whenever you're ready, just reach out to me, this is where you can contact me, and I sent it out, and I thought my whole heart was going to fall out of my chest, and I was just like, I'm going to wait. The next day, I kid you not, I'm running around doing errands, and I literally have my hand like glued to my phone and I have it on high because I'm like, I don't want to miss this phone call. It's very important to me. Like I'm just like, no. And the phone rings and we sit there and we're talking and to hear his voice as an adult was so weird and overwhelming because I was sad but at the same time I was so happy to know that like he's been okay and then as we're talking I literally had to mute my phone because he's like going on and on and he's like I've been looking for you I've thought about you throughout my whole life as I've been growing up I've always wondered what happened to my sister and that shit broke my heart It broke my heart because I'm like, I've always wondered the same shit. Like, I always wondered what happened to my siblings. I always wondered if they were okay. I wondered how life was treating them. And to know that even though he was so young that he still remembered me and it was still, like, a a big impact in his life was... Such a a beautiful feeling. And I was just like. Fuck. Like, I just didn't want him to feel weird. That I was crying. So I had muted it. And then once the conversation ended. It's like from there on. We would text here and there. And I think it's funny. Because I feel like. We have a good relationship. That it feels like. I never missed out on anything. Like. And so that summer he's like okay well i want to meet you like i'm gonna go down there like i've never been outside of california you know blah 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 and i won't lie i i was super excited and i was at the same time low-key thinking like okay maybe when he comes out here he'll realize like san antonio is very affordable (laughs) like he'll come down and he'll want to like I don't know, maybe I'll be able to convince him to like move his whole family here and I'll have him close to me. And so he came down and that day that they were driving in was so overwhelming because I'm like, what am I going to do when I see him in person? Like one thing is us talking on the phone, but in person is so different. Like, what if it's awkward? Like, like, what am I going to say? Like, do I hug him and do I not hug him? And So, he texts me, like, we're about to be there. We're five minutes out. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is fucking happening. Like, (laughs) I'm about to see my brother. It's been so many years. Like, holy fuck. Like, what do I do? What do I say? Like, hopefully we get along. (laughs) And he was bringing down his wife and his two daughters. And I was like, okay, like, this is going to be a beautiful experience. It might be awkward, but... You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good thing. And as soon as my brother gets here and he opens the door and he comes out, I didn't know what to say because the overwhelming feeling of happiness and finally feeling like I did it, like it's finally done. We are finally complete in a sense that I now have them all together was so surreal and seeing him in person like even though he's my baby brother he's really fucking tall and so like as soon as I saw him I just couldn't help it I went and I hugged him and I know (laughs) at first he was like what the um but we hugged and you know I invited him into the house and we just, that whole night was funny because, um, he actually was the one that introduced me to Hennessy for the first time. And so drinking and having that memory with him and just like sitting and talking and getting to know him a little better and seeing his daughters in person and seeing his wife and everything. Like I just felt like complete, like so that week that he came down i tried to spend as much time with him show him around san antonio and things like that and it came down for him to say goodbye and it triggered me so bad because it brought me back to the day that we said goodbye and we didn't see each other after that and i had to remind myself like okay this is not goodbye forever like the communication is there now like it's okay and we both agreed that we weren't going to say goodbye we were just going to say we'll see you later and we made a deal that now that we're in each other's lives like he'll come down and visit and then I'll go and visit and so in September 2021 he was getting married and he invited us down so I ended up going and I just want to say that Having that experience with him was so beautiful that I don't think he realized how much that meant for me. And so while I'm there and I'm watching the ceremony, like I'm enjoying the moment, but at the same time, I'm so overwhelmed with, like, wow, it's been years later and you're finally able to have a beautiful memory with him and you're part of a special day and it's like this is what you longed for for a long time and it's finally here like it's finally playing out and i'm just so thankful for his family for being so open and so welcoming and you know after the ceremony i honestly wanted to kind of dip out and like excuse myself quietly because i just was so overwhelmed with everything i didn't know how to handle everything and then um they were taking pictures and i'll never forget that his uncle came to the back and he was like you know i'm so and so like it's nice to meet you like you don't understand how much it means for him that you're here like i know it's something that he really wanted and i was like oh no you know it means a lot for me also that you know he wanted me to be here and be present for this special day and he's like you know why don't you come up and take pictures with them because you're his sister too And I was like, no, 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 like, I I just don't, I don't want to make it a big deal. Like, I don't want to, like, like, I don't want it to take away from anything. And I I just, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. And he was like, no, I know that he would want you to be up there. So please just go and take pictures and, you know, be there. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. and so he's like he comes to the back and my brother's like yeah like the hell like come take pictures with us like you're part of this family like you're my family and so we go up we take pictures and stuff and you know his sisters were so welcoming and his mom was so welcoming and they were just like yes come take pictures and stuff and then after we took pictures I literally ran to the bathroom and I, I started to cry. I started to cry because it's like all those years I, I longed for that relationship. I looked for him and I worried about him and here I am on his special day, just experiencing this with him and to have them just be very welcoming and open I just I couldn't I couldn't hold my my tears in anymore so I went into the bathroom and I cried and I didn't want to come out until I like was fully composed and after (laughs) after whatever like I want to say like a good 10-15 minutes because I was just like all right Jasmine like get your fucking shit together like stop crying um I went out and then I told him like, Okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do something real quick and then I'll see you at the reception. And he's like, Okay, sounds good, you know, blah blah blah. I gave him a space because I I know after, you know, the ceremony they were gonna be running around and taking pictures and they were gonna be busy, so I didn't wanna take away from their time and stuff and so I was like, okay, I have enough time to um, go around and like do last minute things before we have to catch our flight tonight. Once I got to the reception. It was such a beautiful experience to be able to see all his friends and family and my brother's wife's friends and family as well. And just being allowed to, like, take space on their special day and make that a core memory for me. Like, I can never repay you guys for that. Like... I'm truly thankful for you guys just being so loving and wanting to be in my life and allowing me to be in y'all's life and, you know, the girls and now the baby. And even to my brother's family, like, thank you guys so much for opening your doors for me and making me feel so loved and welcome and to continue having that relationship with me because even though you know my relationship with my brother is new with it I feel like I gained a beautiful family on top of that because just to have that open communication with his wife and now his sisters and stuff it's like I get so overwhelmed and I'm I'm so thankful for you guys I really am and I love that we are now able to like communicate with each other and like now really just be part of each other's lives. And you know, I'm gonna do my best to be more present and be more open because I know that I know that you know that I love you very much. And I hope that no matter where you are in life, that you remember that your sister loves you so much and that she's here for you and that if you ever need anything I'm here like I'm here I'm not going anywhere anymore the the open we have now an open communication that it's like I don't want you to ever feel like you can't count on me because I'm here and that's something that I've wanted for such a long time and I want you to know that I know I suck at showing emotion. I know I suck at communicating and those are things that I'm working on. But I I'm so thankful that I get to move forward and have those memories with you and to be able to see your kids grow and you know, for you to see my boys and things like that. Like I don't think you truly understand the love that I have for you and the love that I have for all of your sisters and your mom and you know your wife and I just thank you guys I thank you guys for letting me be there and for you know taking the time to want to build that relationship with me because you know we're now adults that you could have been like you know what I <laughs> I don't need to have a relationship with her like you know I'm grown now you know I don't what is the point but the fact that you allowed me in and you continue to allow me in it's like I'm forever grateful and I hope that we can continue to make great memories and and just moving forward just see where everything goes and I'm I'm looking forward to october time and spending time with you guys again and just seeing you guys and hugging you guys tight and <sighs> i'm just i'm ready i'm ready for all the new memories we're gonna make and the new adventures that we'll take together and <laughs> things like that and i want you guys to know that you guys are welcome here anytime like With open arms and everything. Because I genuinely am so grateful for you guys giving me the opportunity to fill a void that I had in my heart for such a long time. And I want you to know that I'm always going to be here from now on. We never ever have to say goodbye anymore. It'll for now on be. I'll see you later.